Ons voor jou, wat nou? In this season we are zooming in on some of the most relevant expat topics. And we hope to give you a helping hand regardless of the expat phase you are in. This is season 2, Ubuntu Tips and Tricks. Hey, how's it guys? What's up? And welcome back to the long-awaited season 2. We've had a couple of weeks break time, uh, regathering our th- thoughts and uh, brainstorming of what we want to address and what we're going to take tackle this season. So yeah, welcome back guys. Season 2 kicking off. Our season's name is Ubuntu Tips and Tricks. We're sitting here in Kamerik, uh, in the middle of the Netherlands, in a Good old four degrees Celsius on a Thursday night recording. Yeah, indeed. And uh, we're back, as she said, from our autumn break. And uh, I think we're all looking forward a lot to discuss some more first world problems and hopefully a couple of oplossings. Hey, guys. Yes. And um, But before we get into all of that, what have you been doing in, uh, during this break? Yes, I could get <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I uh, obviously we all had our uh, some time off, which was nice. Um, also started a new job, so I'm what five weeks in now, so that's quite exciting. Yes, congratulations, man! Thanks, thanks. Yeah, five weeks, can't believe it's five weeks already. Yeah, I, I, I know everyone probably thinks that our main focus is the podcast. I mean, if you listen to the quality of, of uh, what we produce, <laughs> well said, but but we have day jobs as well, so uh, no, that was, I must say, I think. Um, my biggest achievement, and we've started looking for houses again. So, I can't talk in episode three. We must lose Clunk. And you see what you have done? Yeah. So for the autumn break, I was fortunate enough to travel to South Africa. So uh, yeah, I went to the to beloved land, uh, Mel, a land from Malkenering. I was here on the West Coast, guys. Stellenbosch area, France, to Kaapstad. It was amazing. Yeah, like a sunny Cap, not for the European winter that now comes. En uh, ja, ek vraag verskoning is een beetje van een hask in my voice het, man. Want, ja, for some reason, I've, I've caught the, the early autumn cold uh, a week ago. So I'm on the recovery phase. So apologies out there if there's a little bit of a hask in my voice. Yeah, you sound like uh, Joel, Stransky. Uh, Joel Stransky. I told you this earlier. But <laughs> is it for some reason or is it for drinking reasons or is it for party reasons? What's the reason? Look, it's, uh, I wish I can trace the reason back. Uh, <laughs> then I, w- I would tell you, but honestly, I don't know. But the, the good thing is, if you, if you grow up in South Africa, <clears throat> there's a there's a very, or especially in the northern part of South Africa, there's a very specific way of, of clearing your throat. And it goes like this. The classic sound, it stimulates the throat to perfection. That's already the first solution we're addressing here. And we haven't even started. Um, Edwan, yes. I've seen your foot is a bit more to tell for us. Yeah, my foot is more than Um I went to Slovenia the last uh, d- d- during the last bit of our break, and um, I ran my first 100 miler. And if I say run, there was a lot of walking as well. But um, <laughs> And if I say it was a lot of fun, I really mean it, and, and a lot of people don't might not uh grasp that but but honestly it was what a privilege you know beautiful country and my wife was so good for me you know um after about every 10 or 15 or whatever kilometers she was there with with the necessary goodies to 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 keep me motivated so that was what i did but my real highlight was actually catching up with you guys uh about 10 days ago (laughs) 
So uh, you guys went uh, and did all these fun things, but my highlight was to to catch up with you guys. So uh, yeah, I guess my life's not as uh, exciting as as yours, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know who would, <laughs> what who would say is the most about you or us, but yeah. let's keep it in the middle. Um, and then obviously, well, actually, something I thought what was that was also quite interesting. We had the birthday party of Lucas. Uh, his one-year-old uh, or his first birthday party. He's already bigger than his dad. I, I promise you, I, he can <laughs> already bench more. We're going to have to cut this out. He can already bench more than Rian. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He, what a champ, that little boy. But what I wanted to say is, if I'm not, if I don't have my numbers incorrect, our 60 South Afrikaners are with each in Holland. There was boerenworst rollen. I had the feeling that the church was there. It was in our story. Dit, dit, was het 60, hè? Dit is het nummer wat ik gehoord heb. Dat was het meer, dat was het minder. Maar dit was voor mij een lekker dag. But guys, I, I got something out of that. And uh, we're going to have to use her um, as a party planner to, to round up this season, you know, in, in about 10 or, or 15 weeks' time or whatever. Lou is exceptional with party planning. And also, I checked out her Instagram page. She's going to be our influencer. So we're going to get her on the show. And, and she, yeah. honestly, we're going to get, we're going to triple our listeners if we get her to, 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 in, to be our personal influencer. Yeah, but you don't forget, after every good party planner is a man who it with food. But anyway, so yeah, that's, that's great. It's, it's good we all had some time to rest. And I hope everyone... Um, Listening is also sort of ready for the, well, in our situation, the winter period that's, that's uh, coming closer. Um, and, uh, and I hope that we can help you feel a bit warmer with, with season two. So let's just quickly recap what we discussed in season uh, one. So basically, we, in season one, we looked at Groot Track. We went from A to Z on, on the things that you should consider when, when moving abroad. And I think this season, we're going to break it up a bit more in, into pieces. So it's not that big storyline, but we're going to focus more on specific points. Um, and I think it won't be good to now list everything already. But, but a few things that we will discuss um, is costly mistakes that you need to avoid and that's also what we're going to discuss and get into a bit more this evening then what's a landen moet jy not to emigreer in hoekom moving to a new country with your kids uh, giving birth in a new country and then also I think it's going to be interesting to catch up with Jock again because yes. we're looking die man meer homself bezig hou um, and I, spoke to him, I spoke to him the other day um, on WhatsApp and it seems to be going well, very busy with work as well. But okay. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that episode. Yeah, I think that's going to be fun. Yeah, and, and Corey, and, and thanks for laying it out what we can expect this season. And, and guys, once again, uh, we, we are all platforms, so feel free to reach out, to share your stories, um, you know, contribute to, let's say, the conversation uh, and by sending some some posts through and and you know we will bring you in and we'll bring your topics in and just to to grow this community to to what it can be and and uh, we're all sitting proud suffers abroad so let's make the best out of it and let's grow this community going forward now in season two ubuntu tips and tricks that is a lacquer name eh? but on that note here I, I can't believe how many um how many messages i received you know um just on a personal note and and on the on the Instagram, the direct messages that we received, and it's it's amazing. So this community is growing. 
Um, so yeah, I also just from my point, uh, just want to encourage everybody as well to 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 throw out some uh, throw in some you know some ideas out there so that we can we can discuss whatever you guys want to hear. We can tackle and address the the things that that you you guys do want to talk about or, or listen about or whatever. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, there's a few awesome topics already coming up, but um, yeah, just to just to hammer that that idea through is is the community that is the main thing that that remains the main focus of of our podcast. Well, actually, good that that you both now sort of fo- or, or mention the contribution. So two things. Uh, this season we're going to have a lot of interviews and guests well I don't want to call it interviews we're going to have talks with with people from outside people that know their stuff people that has done all these things Um, in Dutch they call them erfaringsdeskundiges so people that has the experience they've been through it and then also for today's episode so I just mentioned it we're going to talk about some costly mistakes and we have we, we received well, quite a few um, inputs or voice notes or, or things that we're going to share with you just in a few minutes of, of costly mistakes that people made and which hopefully when you go across, you can avoid. So I think, uh, guys, should we go and listen to a few of them? I think so. I Absolutely. Think before before we get into our own, let's, yeah. let's go and listen to the listeners' Let's mistakes. have a listen. Our biggest and most costly mistake was being tricked or conned in by an immigration agent. After we hired them, we found out we could have done all the paperwork and applications for permanent residency to Canada all by ourselves. It cost us 42,000 Rand to pay them for doing the work that we could actually do ourselves. When you rent a place, you actually really need to check it, if you know what I mean, like the condition and the pictures that they've taken are accurate and that type of thing. Because I don't know about you, but I've never really checked places. And every time I, you know, move or, you know, change places, my lease ends, you know, there's always issues with, um, you know, like damage and stuff that I'm not always convinced is, you know, let's say my fault that I have to cover. So I think that's something that for, uh, that people should consider. Uh, yeah, just basically checking, you know, and doing a thorough inspection of flats when you rent it and that that aligns with the report they've provided. Our costly mistake was during the relocation to Australia, we bought a brand new queen size bed from South Africa to bring over just to find out that their bed dimensions in Australia differs. So now we are stuck with a fitted sheet that we have until we can return to South Africa to buy some new ones. <laughs> Een van die dier fouten wat jy kan maak is as jy een um, aand uitgaan en jy beplan nie jou publieke vervoer terugreis baie goed nie. Kan het jou baie dier story uitwerk, want uh, taxis so laat in die nacht is baie dier. Of een alternatief, as jy nie slaap raak op die trein of op die bus en jy mis jou stop en jy moet dan een taxi vat uh, tot by jou huis, kan het ook nogal een dier speelikie raak. Interesting stuff that some of the people have um, experienced. Ek moet sê, daar is een paar wat vir my, wel, ons sal aan die einde sal ons, ons is nog geklomp, so aan die einde van die, van die episode sal ons die ander ook speel. Um, but, yeah, let's just discuss a few of these. I, I want to start with, with the one about the um, openbare vervoer, or the public transport, because I have personal experience lying under a bus stop in the flip and ice cold weather, 
waiting for the next bus that's 48 or 28 or whatever minutes away. And then and it gets delayed. And it gets delayed <laughs> and I'm poop drunk, but you can still feel that cold. Eh? It's a, that's not a lack of thing. Yeah. So that was very interesting. Yeah, for but you. I must say... You're not a real expat if that has not happened to you <laughs> at least once. I mean, it's it's a very costly mistake also if it's cold for your for your body. But I also almost feel like you just you need to go through that experience even just once. Yeah, and look, and look the thing is, it, it's almost guaranteed as a South African coming abroad that you are going to make a um, public transport mistake here and there. Uh, because of the fact that let's say majority of us in South Africa don't make use of public transport on a day-to-day basis, you know I think uh, um, I won't say I don't I don't like to use the word majority, but but a lot of us do. Or oh, I've been fortunate enough to to have our own car, cars or making use of Uber and stuff like that. Whereas opposed to here in Europe or Australia or the states, wherever the case might be, you know you do make use of public transport, and the problem is that. It does get the the frequency does get disrupted the later it gets in the evening, and unfortunately, with that comes the costly element. If you take a private private source of transportation like an Uber, like a taxi, then unfortunately your Starbank card is gonna <laughs> pop out around the that you're gonna lose my boot. Yeah, I never said. I mean, the thing of with public transport is you can wait for public transport but public transport doesn't wait for you so that's basically if you're you can be two minutes late but it's gone but you can be two minutes early and it's delayed and then you wait and you can still miss it or wait another hour so that's that's just always or bound to happen at least once i remember i said Actually, there was a, a colleague of, of uh, Laverne in, in New Zealand. That this wasn't even after drinking. On his way to work in the morning, he fell asleep on the, on the train. And the train passed uh, three or four stations from where his, his, his office is. And um, he had to travel back. But the guy fell asleep in the morning. You know, the, there was no cost involved, but he had to kind of maybe explain to the boss, you know, why is he half an hour or whatever late. So, yeah. Op een bare vervoer kan vir jou op die shins kop as jy nie pas op jy hoor. Yeah, definitely. And then, I mean, the other one, it's actually quite funny and that's also, I think, why we, we picked this one for in the beginning. But buying a, a mattress in South Africa, because you think, okay, ons gaan lekker slaap in Australia. <laughs> And I think Sia mentioned this also in one of the uh, episode or season one's episodes um, that then you end up having like one fitted sheet and you have to keep using that one until you oh, I don't know, you have to fast work as you're in the sleep, but then you're stuck to that one. Yeah, Corey, if I can jump in here, but I think the principle of less is more. South Africans, in my opinion, moving abroad need to, need to keep in mind. And I've also, I think, voiced this in one of the uh, previous episodes of season one. It's like taking, packing your Fentersteep bike and going down to the coast for a holiday, you know. Um, the, the, the need for packing your Fentersteep bike with because you don't think there's Budavors down on the coast. Those days are over. I think moving abroad, especially to a first world country, 
you know, there are so many facilities and shopping malls, etc., where you can buy uh, um, extra stuff that you need on this on the on the on the other side. There's no need, even if you have an extra suitcase, to pack more and more and more. I think the concept of less is more. Try and stick with that when you pack your stuff and when you move abroad. That's just my my honest opinion on this. On this, but side. That, that's sound advice. I but agree. on that note, you know, with the, with the situation that the world is in, is in currently, uh, where there's shortages of certain stuff that we want to buy and and all of that, it might not be the worst idea if it really bothers you to think that you're gonna land in a new country where there's gonna be nothing. You know online buy it online before you fly the week before you fly and you might then wait a week or two less before you receive your stuff if, if it really bothers you but i agree don't fly over with your i don't know your uh, like you said yeah, there's fuck. there's also boudoirs on the other side of, of of where you're gonna have holiday or in this case where you're gonna go and live um don't fly over with every single thing leave well, it there give it to somebody or sell it or whatever also there's, there's cack paper everywhere because it, <laughs> exactly. always, it always seems to me like when people think the world is going to end or if we're going to lockdown <laughs> everyone buys cack paper i, I don't know why it's like is it nie belangrik like om a blikkie kost te koop as wat nou gaan allemaal toiletpapier koop wit goud en pasta daai goed is gaan eerste ek verstaan nie okay, ons het ook self maar een of twee extra rolliekies gehad maar dit, dit gaan toch nie jou lewe red nie ek, ja, ek weet nie ek weet nie maar anyway um, so that's interesting and then also paying 42,000 rand for immigration agent and then sure. just sort of realizing you could have done it all yourself. I, I will, let's say a part year, like a day or two as an admin course, but as the immigration agent, you say, we have to help you because maybe you can't do it or you need to have some kind of clearance or but, I don't but know what. Cody, what's the lesson there? Uh, from my, my point of view is maybe um, keeping an open mind uh, that, you know, yeah, just keeping an open mind that, there is th- certain things that you that you that you might be able to do yourself, but you still you're pretty you're pretty inexperienced. And if somebody tells you X Y Z, you you might tend to believe them. Yeah, but I think yes, and I think you can easily uh, step into this pitfall. But I think in 2021, two things: Google, and the second thing is like with when you're buying uh, or want to have something renovated in your house. You always get a second opinion or second quote or second what yeah, so true. so just sort of try and, and compare stuff then listen and and believe the first best guy that comes across yeah but i think the fact of the matter is the the the, the fact that you are tapping onto the into the unknown you have to admit that unfortunately yeah and then you are going to lose a penny but i agree with you yeah. something with the, of this importance you know like doing your own research and tapping into what you think how it should work, etc. That is of of key note, you know, like it, it it's something that you do need to do some background checks on and tick the boxes yourself. Yeah, I think if, if you see immigration like a project, then some of these things are key milestones. So having your immigration papers, so those are big things. So do your research there. If yeah, if here and there you pay, you pay four times the price for Coca-Cola or beer, fine. I mean, that's something you can live with, but these big amounts and yeah. the big investments just dig in a bit think more. think twice maybe just yeah. doesn't make sense you know and then okay yes it makes sense and we're willing to pay it 
and then whatever the case is whatever the worst case is it's fine we were willing to pay it or if i'm not willing to pay it then you know be willing to go and sit on a, a you know sit a few evenings up your up your bus and fill up papier myself in yeah exactly see and then uh, i mean you bought your own apartment now but before then you well all of us we were um renting here and there but can you do you have any input or, or thoughts on on yeah yes uh, i must admit um Ek dink ek is nog bietjie in die rooi met een van my, of die eerste plek wat ek in gebleid met sy de post toe, as ek het nie mis het nie. So ek moet, ek moet actually nog daarop opvolg, maar one of the things that I can very clearly and vividly remember is that these guys do check the things that you never ever thought of. Uh, like, and you you can get tennis in, you can go, go spark, that place can be sprinklend and sprinklend. But like, for example, one thing that I can specifically remember, you know when you close a fridge, it has that little rubber that sucks the door into the, the place it should be to keep the, let's say, temperature. Oh, seal key. <clears throat> yeah, the seal key. Yes. And, and even that thing, with my the previous place that I moved out of, they came and they literally stretched the seal key, the rubber, the rubber oh, band, and they clear. ran their th- finger through that. So, you know, like specific stuff like that. Um, once again, you know, like it, my word of advice is that unfortunately with, let's say, the fur herder, you will always have fur herders can't be as, but in Yeah. So, so make pretty sure when you, it's a very good point that that uh, listener, uh, I think it was Justin, touched on is that you need to scrutinize that place yourself as if it's your own before you even move into that place. Yeah, and yeah. especially abroad, because they they know that you're a foreigner and you, you are standing on a weaker leg yeah, um, as opposed to a, 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 a local guy. Yeah, no, so, so um, yeah, go with the eagle's eye into that place and, and scrutinize it for the, the, the glitches and the ditches, so they, as they say. But so what is the lesson here? Don't stretch your rubber shield key too, too much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You can't your rubber shield key stretch to the far. But I don't know rubber shield key is good. Man, I don't want to go to spring and for the owner of that rubber shield key. I don't want to go to a tip. Nee. Moe nie a poepel wees nie. As jy plek uitvier, want op, op, op die tyd gaan ons allemaal lang genoeg hier blij miskien een of drie te besit en die eindom gaan jy dan nou uitvier. Moe nie a poepel wees met die ou wat nou kom oortrek het nie, weet, wees redelik. Maar eindelijk is, dit is maar net, dit is ja, my, my perspektief uit. Ek weet as jou plek en, en die ou moet nou omkyk en alles, maar as jy rubber shieldkie wil uit mekaar uittrek, dan... Ja, yeah, dan wil ek a pijn kry waar het, waar het nie hoort he. Yeah, but I think, um, ek stem met jou saam, but I think, and this is maybe focused again a bit uh, on the Netherlands, maybe not, I can imagine it happens elsewhere, uh, but it, it almost feels, and this has been in the news as well, it almost feels to me like sometimes these people renting out apartments um, see it as a second source of income, the deposit. They, they never oh, yeah. intend to give you back your deposit from day one yeah so so either you move out and you just never hear anything from them and your deposit is gone or they're gonna sort of try and nail you and all these small things that no normal human being thinks about just to keep either the full or a big amount of your deposit so i think also that but that's something you can't know in advance i mean you they everyone like sick legit yeah and then after i've said you're going to be back to pierre 
Um, but so yeah, but but just be cautious. I think that's the the lesson. Um, neem maar een paar foto's as jy intrek Verseker. kyk dat jy nou nie 13 maandes een salaris as, as uh, deposit moet betaal nie en uh, then I think you should be okay no definitely so I think these were quite a few well, in, a few interesting um, mistakes that that hopefully other people can avoid and probably if we do this episode in two years time we will get some of the same voice notes again of other people that did the same mistakes. I think th- these <laughs> mistakes are also quite things that you you can understand. It, it's not something that you think, wow, stupid or what I do. It's stuff that sort of you think, okay, it can happen. It comes with me also. vibes. And on that note, everyone, what happened? What type of uh, situations did you find yourself in? Okay, so uh, while living in New Zealand, we we thought, you know, we on our way, we on our way to to transfer now to to Europe, but we quickly wanted to visit Australia just for a week or ten days or whatever. But then you have to apply for the visa, and I applied, and we filled in all our forms. Long story short. They re- we got an email with uh, with an appointment, and for some reason that email Murphy's Law jumped to the junk mail, <laughs> and I missed the email and it was four hundred and forty um, Aussie or, or New Zealand dollars at the time that we lost. They didn't want to hear anything from us. We we missed our um, we missed our appointment and we had to re re uh, make another appointment, and then we almost missed the opportunity. Luckily we could still travel, but. It ended up being basically eight hundred and fifty dollars uh, for for a visa yeah. instead of four forty. So, so that, that was a pretty expensive you one. You paid double. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Just yeah, for like not grappe. checking, not checking my email. I should have, I should have just checked the, the the junk mails and the because it didn't come through. And I'm pretty aware that the things should come through, and it didn't come through, didn't come through. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. So so. I, I think everyone touched on, let's say, the the monetary costly side. And I would like to touch on the timely costly side. So one thing that I did, did wrong, and to this day, I, I don't forgive myself for the, last, for the first couple of times that I took a train in, in the Netherlands. <clears throat> I remember walking into the station always and then checking, you know, the massive uh, platform boards where they tell you, okay, you know, from Spur 5 of 6, the train goes from, uh, arguably, let's say, from Leiden to, to Amsterdam. Then I always get in my mind, okay, it's five or, six, five or six, so I go there. And in my mind, I always thought that um, only that train runs on Spur 5 or 6. There, there aren't other trains on Spur 5 <laughs> or 6. And I never wa- checked the, the board or um, be platform saying, okay, this train is going in the direction of Amsterdam Central. Uh, but it's stopping here, here, and here. So I just walked up to Square 5 and says, and I got onto the train every single time for the first 10 times. And five <laughs> or six out of the 10 times, the train went in the wrong direction. <laughs> and obviously, you know, in the beginning, you don't really uh, notice it. So n- not only did I uh, take a costly knock on my bank account, but I also took a, a massive costly knock on my time and my efficiency that I wasted a, a good 40 minutes. So yeah, that's my story. So, of an so hold on, you, you would actually go in now, I know the country luckily, but 
you would actually go south instead of north or exactly north instead of south. so that happened six out of the ten times that i would go <laughs> to you know direction the Hague basically instead uh, of going direction amsterdam so that was luckily he realized that otherwise he wouldn't be sitting sitting here talking to us now because <laughs> he would have been in spain <laughs> No, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then you have to get off the train and wait for another train. Yeah, and I hope you catch the right one there. And and one thing that I can add onto that, and that's maybe for let's say listeners um, currently in South Africa, you know, wanting to or just wondering about uh, let's say living abroad and, and the stuff that goes with that, is that um, at that point in time, when the first three out of the six that I missed, I I remember I still had a South African bank bank card. And I, and I still had a South African SIM card. It's a deep. So, so th- that can be yeah. a very costly, monetary costly mistake that you do make is, is by delaying that, that switch from a South African SIM card to a, to a European SIM card. So they, it's, it's of absolute importance that you keep your roaming off. Otherwise, that, yo, that yo, yo. MTN or Telcom bill is going through the roof sure. and and with that unfortunately with south african bank cards there's there's a good 50 to 100 rand uh, um transaction fee well back in the day when i had it four years ago on each and every transaction that, that you make so I, I had the discussion today <coughs> with um shout out cornet from plates and he's coming over to the netherlands and i told him he can now open a wise account yeah it would be the best thing ever so that's a very good note that you made there is is do not come over with your Randela card. Yeah. It's not the way to go. Because th- that is actually one thing that I do remember. When I, um, for, for example, when I got off at the next station, a small station, some of those ticket printing things didn't take the tap and go and yeah. I had to sort out with an ATM. So uh, th- that's just one thing that popped in my head is that if I can give a word of advice for people out there, that's one of the two things to avoid a cost- monetary costly mistake is saw those two things out, especially the roaming one. I've heard yeah. some freaking gruesome horror stories of people paying uh, bills of 30,000 to 20,000 sure. rand yeah. because their roaming wasn't switched off. So, you know, the moment when you leave your Wi-Fi zone and you step out into the dark, um, yeah, it, it kills you. No, basically, when you step on the plane, set your roaming off and you, you lose them off. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've also, it's, it's, I've, I haven't had that expensive uh, things but I mean if you come here for work you can easily sort of call your way into two months of salaries uh, yeah I yeah, know for sure in, in one day so but, but what was what was your mistake then um, or, or your two mistakes or well one and, and that's something that we also got at um, as uh, input from Lenza but it also happened to me so in the Netherlands you it's mandatory to have medical aid and but you don't well, I didn't know that from from the get go. So I just thought like like a discovery. As I first paycheck, you come for your meals. Good luck was three and two and a half for the day. Meals two nerd got. Third for us in gezond to be stuck. Yes, yeah, what? Just now, man, net ten years younger. Yeah. Um. So so basically, then it took me about three. Yeah, I think three four months to to get land my first job. And then I got my medical aid, and even so, I didn't pay more than I should have. But then they 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 call it met terugwerk in de krach. So basically, they charged me from the first day that I set my foot here until the day that I applied to get it up to date. So then, in one go, 
you pay like four or five months of medical aid and here it's i think 150 120 euros so times five so this but this is not, I think, a very common mistake, but but maybe. So I came to the Netherlands. I lived here for four years. And then the costly mistake was I went back to South Africa for a year. And then I came back to the Netherlands again. So even though I really enjoyed that year being back home, but the, the, the cost of and moving back and then having to wait two or three or four months how long ever it takes to get a new job there so basically you're losing your income on this side you're losing not having a job on that side so it's sort of double whammy and then when i came back i did the same so all in all that that was quite a costly mistake I, i mean i wouldn't do it differently in terms of of having being back in south africa for a year and and now being back here and said well so experience wise it was nice but i could have been um a few investments further along no, was it not for that yeah. mistake uh, so a, we've made our fair share of mistakes guys we've, yeah um, time time and money mistakes time and money yeah. time is underrated honestly yeah, yeah time yeah, yeah. is really underrated i think sometimes time could actually be look if it's a day or two fine but if if time can sometimes weigh more than money i, th- I oh, think for sure. yeah, because you can, you make, can make money you can make back but time you can't yeah exactly yeah. exactly so yeah now i think uh, but that's why we're so wise now i mean <laughs> yeah, so we think yeah so we think that's why we think that we are wise now um until we listen to this episode in two years time and you think no we weren't wise yeah anyway so so i think that was quite interesting um and so to everyone who's listening and who will listen to this episode if you have any other interesting um things that examples where either you think it was it was a funny situation or you think you can help a fellow suffer out not to to uh, make the same mistake please just throw us an uh, a lot of uh, write us a line on, on on our website or on instagram or on any place that you can get in contact with us and then i think before we go into the safa index um everyone <coughs> you and me while she was uh, across the water in, in in sunny south africa we had a very nice interesting experience would you mind sharing us uh, yeah. a bit of that Definitely. We were invited um, to Wade Hutchinson, Hutchinson's show. He wouldn't mind me getting his surname wrong because uh, he got my name wrong actually on the show. But yes, it was. <laughs> he did. So you owe him one. You owe yeah, him one. Yeah, I owe him that one. Track. <laughs> so you guys can go and have a listen to, to that episode. I'm not sure what number it is, but it was a good experience. It was a positive experience um, just being, yeah, just being in, a, in another setup. And, and seeing how other podcasters do it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, and, it, and it's, I mean, it was quite cool to to be invited by a podcast about our podcast. I mean, it, it, it does, yeah, make you... Sitting uh, on the other side of the table. Yeah, it, the, it, it gives you a bit of a smile to think, okay, people actually listen to our podcast. So 
a note on that it's uncut and uncensored um so yeah we don't specifically uh, uh we were guests on the show we were guests on the show <laughs> But it was it was a good experience nonetheless. Um, so let's uh, get into the Safa Index. Welcome to the Safa Index. So in today's Safa Index, we are looking into the rental price in the big cities of the countries that we do the index for. Uh, if we look in South Africa, it's around eleven thousand rand uh, rent. Uh, in Johannesburg, then if you look into America, that's also the most expensive. That's thirty-six thousand rand in, in New York. Australia is in Sydney, thirty-two thousand rand, and then the cheapest on the index for today is twenty-one thousand rand, which is in Canada, but which is also very close to New Zealand, twenty-two thousand rand in Auckland. All right, so that's a wrap. S- season 2, Episode 1, Ubuntu Tips and Tricks. There you have it, guys. You've had your first tip and your first trick for your long-awaited move abroad. Um, please join in in two weeks' time. I think it's going to be a very, very interesting episode and you can expect some heated, dis- not heated discussions, but some good insightful discussions with our first guest in Season 2. Yeah, and then uh, just to to not leave you high and dry and in the cold, uh, here are a few additional voice notes of, of mistakes that you could hopefully avoid in the future. Thanks, guys. Let's uh, speak again soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Ons het een keer een parkeerboetig kry in die area wat ons op permit voor gehad het. En toe ons al boete in die windscreen kry en gaan betaal, betaal het sommer daar in kontant daar by die gemeente en na paar weke te kruis weer die boete in die pos. So, ons het bykie te vinnig al betaal, so dit is nou moeilik om haar uit te soort. En mens moet maar altyd gaan kyk wat is die T's en C's vir die, vir die area waar hy parkeer, want die was dus in een straat, twee straten van waar ons bly, wat ingesluit is met die permit, maar sekere ure van die dag kan hy nie daar parkeer nie, so mens moet altyd haar gedoppe. Biggest travel mistake, don't go work in a foreign country if you don't have all the needed documents. It's going to cost you a fortune in bribes. It's going to cost you a fortune in flying back to collect those documents. And it just makes you feel uneasy being in a country that you're not familiar with. So don't ever go and work in a foreign country if you don't have all your documents for getting a visa in that country. So my costly mistake is that I Volkswagen Golf in Rotterdam. In Blackboard is Volkswagen Golf parte baie gewild. Um, ja, so hulle drie keer in my kar ingebreek in Rotterdam om parte te steel. So ja, moet eerder nie een golf vry in Rotterdam nie. Ons het ook al om bietje geld te spaar um, standby kaartjes gekoop op een vlug. Het was geen probleem om uit Toronto uit te vlieg nie, maar op pad terug. Soos die noodlotwoud het wou he, is daar toe nou storms en dinge, so die vlucht het al hoe voeler geraak en toe sit ons nou vast um, op een sondagavond, maandag moet ek en land by de werk. Ons moest toe nou vir ons werkgevers dat weet, ons gaan nie betijds terugwees nie. Ons sit uh, vast, ons het nie, nie genoemd dat ons standby kaartjes het nie, maar um, ons doel die volgende maandagochtend vroeg, eerste ding is ons toe by die busstasie, koop buskaartjes en ons spandeer toe die hele maandag op die bus. Um, maar ons kon toen een uh, moordeel van die land sien, maar ook een 
dierfuikje om te gemaakt het. In Nederland is so iets soos 30% roeling. En in die reel staan dan Engels dat jy gerekruit moet word van die buitenland af. En as jy na die definitie van rekruut gaan kyk, is dit soos om iemand te werf. Maar dit sê niks oor dat jy die contract al reeds geteken moet heen nie. So wat my gebeur het is, ek het die werksaansoek van die buitenland af gedoen. Ek het um, doorgegaan met die rondes. Op die einde, toe het ek al in Nederland geblei, toe ek die contract teken. En toe verloor ek die 30% ruling. En dit is so ongeveer 1.2 miljoen rand oor 5 jaar. So dit was een van ons dierste spuit wel costly mistakes waar ons vandag spuit is, as iemand ons maar net vroeg gesê het. Ons eerste naweek in Dubai het ons IKEA toegegaan, soos traditie is, as jy in Dubai aankom, en in stede van om vir die taxi driver een 50 dirham nood te gee, het ek een 500 dirham nood gegeen, besef ek toe na die tyd. Dit was my vinnigste lees wat ek geleer het om die verskil tussen olifant, uh, weer een oster en die buffel vinnig te leer ken in een vreemde land. Een fout wat ek gemaakt het is, ek was, voor ek China toe getrek het, het ek Thailand toe gegaan en toe het ek daar vir my aard aan het klomp kleren en goed gekoop, lekker somerskleren en goeders. Toe kom ek in China aan en toe is het winter. Toe moes ek basis um, ontslaarak van al my somerskleren. Uh, ja, so dat was nie, krijt nie. Form part of our expat community and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform or visit the website onsforjoupodcast.com.